The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Wingman. Son, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. I don't like you because you're dangerous. That's right. You can be my wingman anytime. Brought to you by Buffalo Wings and Rings on 93.7 The Ticket. 464-5685. Congratulations to caller number two, whoever that was, Rico. But they did win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. Congratulations. Nice job on that. I'm happy for you. Yeah, it's always a good deal to, to win chicken. Of course, we, we know something about winning some chicken. I don't know if we win, but we get some free chicken here at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, we're, I'm uh, probably going to get the Southwest chicken salad, but I'm really nice. looking at that number two. I do like the spicy. Maybe I'll go number two today. Uh, that, with the, the number two, I'm going to go the number two from Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yes. And I'm, I'm bringing something back for Rico, um, which is what he requested, uh, the number two uh, order from Chick-fil-A. So. I might try those grilled chicken nuggets. I've, I've, I don't know if I've ever had grilled chicken nuggets. I don't think I have either. Uh, now you're make, making me think twice about yeah. uh, my order. So now it's very, very uh, confusing. I did want to mention this uh, because Steve Sipple wrote about Nebraska basketball and that it would be disrespectful to Fred Hoiberg not to have high expectations. Here's a guy that did uh, great things at a place that's not easy to win all the time at Iowa State. Um, he's had... Obviously, he has the NBA resume, both as a player and a coach. Um, he's been in the front office. Here's a guy that knows how to recruit at a high level. He's one of the best recruiters in the country, and Matt Abdelmasi. The expectations should be high for Nebraska basketball. Um, how do you react to that? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I, I think about it somewhat from the outside because, you know, you see this at, at certain places where you're just, you, you, you know, you wonder when, when it's going to take off. But if, if I'm, if I you know, am a, am a college basketball fan just at large and I notice that Nebraska gets, um, you know, a, a big-time hire uh, you, in Hoiberg, you just kind of want to – by year three, kind of see something start to move there, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, there, there, uh, you know, uh, Shaka Smart was kind of a similar situation in Texas. Like, when is this thing taking off? And eventually yeah. it didn't, and he just yeah. left to go to Marquette. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's a high-profile name. People around the country know it. Um, so to see him in the Big Ten, you know, predicted preseason to finish 10th or whatever it is, and maybe that's where they'll be, and, and maybe it'll be much improved, but at some point you expect it to take off. So I, I'm, I'm the same way. I mean, the expectations, um, it's not just that this will be the year that Nebraska looks significantly better and like a, an, an improved and, and like a complete team under Hoiberg for the first time, but the expectation is moving forward to keep moving that bar up because, you know, that's what you make the Hoiberg hire for. If, if you're, if you know, hired another mid-major coach, maybe this would be, you know, right on time and right on, you know, on schedule, but yeah. 
the expectations do eventually have to raise. And, and of course, the first two years in the wins category have not been pretty. But what are reasonable expectations? If your expectations are higher, that's not saying much. They won the 14 games total in the first two years. So what's a reasonable expectation? So your expectation may be completely different than mine. You might, you know, read the recruiting rankings, top 15, first time ever Nebraska's ever been that high, and you're hearing that maybe this is the best roster since 90-91 with guys like, uh, obviously, Eric Piekowski or Rich King and uh, Bruce Chubbick and Bo Reed and, you know, all those guys, Clifford Scales, and thinking, well, if it's better than that, then – that team was, you know, won 26 games. Then maybe yeah. our, our expectation should be go to the NCAA tournament and win a game. Then that should be the expectation. Well, and I, but I think you, you also have to kind of <laughs> – you have to – and Matt Abdelmasi kind of said this. I think with DP the other day yeah. um, was that, uh, you know, you have to also understand what they took over. Um, a mess. It's been an, it was an absolute mess. And I, and I talked about it before where Tim Miles, his roster management toward the end – wasn't great. I mean, you, you kind of had four guys, if you include Thomas Allen, um, it, that were, you know, key players to that last Miles team. But the, the bench and everybody past that was just significantly further behind. So when Hoiberg took over, you know, of course, Thomas Allen and Allen transferred everybody else. You know, you just kind of moved them on and, um. and tried to start everything anew. And it, and it hasn't been great so far. Again, you, you've had mixed results. I, I still go back to the fact that you've had your first triple-double ever twice from two different guys, and they've played one year or not even one year. You've had a guy break the record for points scored in a half at Nebraska. He didn't make it a year. Uh. So, I mean, you've, you've kind of had some gambles that haven't paid off. Uh, at times they were paying off, but ultimately not there. Now you kind of have this sturdy class of seniors um, coming back or, or guys that have, have had some experience um, along with the new talent here. So the expectation should be moved up. It's a tough conference, but Nebraska needs to be part of that tough conference. I don't, you know, that can't be an excuse forever. At some point you have to say, yeah, it's tough because we're in here and you have to come yeah. to Lincoln to play and you know we're not we're a tough team on the road so it's not going to be easy when we come in your house to get a win and I think Nebraska is, is on pace for that and hopefully we see them turn that corner this year I, I think they have an awful lot of talent and they have uh, different lineups so have, and they have competition something they haven't had I don't think in the first couple of years is competition and practice where if you don't have your a game or at least you know two or three bad practices in a row or games in a row they've got options uh, and I think they can mix and match I'm interested to see where Eduardo Andre can go in the Big Ten. I think he'll still struggle a little bit. He's new to basketball, like his third year into playing the game of basketball. But he's athletic. Uh, Wilhelm Bradenbach can't say it enough that that guy's got something, and it's just an it quality. He's a knows-how-to-play basketball guy. I saw a lot of that from Kesey Tamanaga today. I don't see how you're going to keep him off the floor. And it's not just the shooting. He's got an awareness of a way to play basketball that seems to be in the right position. Obviously, both McGowan's brothers are going to play and play a lot. The best player on this team that I saw today at practice was Alonzo Verge. And it wasn't really close. His ability to defend, to hit floaters, to shoot the, the three ball, I mean, he averaged 14 points a game at Arizona State, uh, but he was the sixth man of the year, meaning not starting. Um, So, therefore, you moved to Nebraska, and he got that shot. Maybe could have joined the G League this year. Instead, Nebraska, when they lost to Alonzo Benton, they got Alonzo Verge. That guy, I think, is going to be huge uh, to the success of this team. If If he really is what I think he could be, then you got something. 
Yeah, and it, this might be a, a fun throwback for people. And he's, it, he might be better than this yeah. guy. But remember Bo Spencer, the one-year yeah. guy that oh, kind of came in and led the team? The one-man fast break, Bo Spencer? <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, but he was fun, you know, a transfer from LSU yeah. um, in, in kind of a similar situation where, you know, just kind of came in and was automatically, and not automatically, I mean, uh, he's a good player, both of them good players, uh, and are the best players on the team. But it's kind of a one-year rental. See, yeah. see kind of how that situation works out. Um, but I'm excited to see Alonzo verge maybe more than anybody other than Bryce McGowan's I'll admit the uh. star hype has got me going I want to see his athleticism but Alonzo verge I do believe um, would probably be the favorite for most people to probably lead this team in maybe maybe scoring or at least just overall mm-hmm. throughout the season and uh, he's going to take different roles to do that he's been asked to be a ball handler he's probably Nebraska's best distributor where he was kind of off ball last year at Arizona State um, but he can also go out there and put 30 up 26 you know yeah. he, he's, he had a lot of he scoring in bunches that he did yeah. uh, for uh, for Arizona State I think he's uh, able to take uh, over the game at times I'm hoping to see a little bit that from that uh, with Kesey Tamanaga. I think he will struggle at times. He didn't practice to get off his shot all the time. I mean, he's a shorter dude. He's uh, 6'2", but he has that craftiness to be able to get away with it. Um, Trevor Lakes is a guy that I know he's a little buried on the depth chart right now. He, he was running with the third team today. He didn't miss a shot the entire time I was watching. <laughs> uh, maybe it was just the day. Uh, and, he did and, that in front of scouts too, though. Yeah, he did that at the the yeah the combine that Nebraska yeah. held uh, last week. Oh, the scouting. Uh, seminar, whatever you want to call it. Uh, they did it for both Nebraska and Creighton, but uh, he played really well, I guess, shot the ball at a high level then, shot the w- ball really well today. So I'm just thinking there's enough options with you know guys like C.J. Wilcher who's fighting for playing time, Keon Edwards uh, who's a little uh, deep on the, the depth chart, but you've, you better come with your your best effort all the time, or I think this could be a year in Nebraska basketball where you just go to the bench and you may not get back off of it for a while. Well, and I'm just fascinated, even by Trevor Lakes. I know that he had that in, he had an injury that kind of was was hurting. I think it was a, was it a shoulder yeah. injury? Yeah, it was, it was a shoulder. It was on his, so shooting, yeah. it was is yeah. particularly tough for him. Uh, now he's kind of getting that stroke back. He was supposed to be that spark that could shoot. Where Nebraska obviously didn't have too many shooters last year um, or consistent shooters, and and you know that held him back. Yeah. Um, I think that 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 this team is going to be better off. Um, because they're going to have options there. They're still going to have off nights. Every team does, no matter how many good shooters you have. Yeah. You, you know, sometimes you just can't hit it. Um, but they have so many options there. And Trevor Lakes, along with Tominaga, I mean, those those guys, that's their calling card. Hmm. So, I mean, if they're struggling, now, you know, you have two different guys to go to that just say, yeah. hey, we just need a, 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 two, a few threes to get back in this game. We're down 12. Hit two of them. We're down six. That's all we yeah. needed you for the night, and thank you. Well, I, I was talking to some people there at practice today, and they were just begging for made free throws, uh, which is oh, yeah. which has killed Nebraska in the years past. But it's one of those things that I think if you tend to recruit good free throw shooters, you tend to be a good free throw shooting team. Yeah. If you carry those problems in high school, you probably carry them over uh, into the college game. And I think they've got enough guys that if they step up there, they're not going to miss a lot. Lat already is a very good uh, free throw shooter. Tominaga, you know he's going to be money if he steps to the line. Kobe Webster's also already a decent free throw shooter. McGowan's got better. Uh, Trey got better uh, through the season last year. Um, he would, I think Bryce is a guy that's going to make free throws. So we'll see. Uh, I might say all this, and, and they're a terrible free throw shooting team again this yeah. year. I just don't think uh, when you're a pretty good free throw shooter in high school that you somehow just become bad in college. 
uh, yeah, you go through the yips, or and that happened a little with Teddy. Uh, he was a great free throw shooter at JUCO, uh, and then he suffered at Nebraska. He wasn't shooting it very well, and then toward the end of the year, it got better. It just became a big enough headline, and it was, it was affecting enough games that yeah. it, you almost wonder if it was mental, and they're just putting too much pressure on themselves. I mean, you get the questions at the end of practice. You know, we always ask Scott Frost about the different problems that he has at practice, and it was always, you know, how much time are you spending on free throws, and how do you make uh. guys better at free throws? And there's just there's only so much you can do. You can correct shots, but, I mean, it's, it's just repetition, and then obviously doing it in front of crowds with when, you know, you need the points – you know, it's a kind yeah. of big in that moment. And there's going to be some guys that are always going to struggle there. Um, but, you know, I, I just think that you have enough options there. If, if somebody's significantly struggling, like you said, yeah. it's just the options thing is no matter where they're struggling, if it's the free throw line, if they can't hit shots, if they're not playing defense, you have options uh, and it's going to be competitive. Like it's, yeah. you know, when you're, when you look at it, probably will happen once or twice where a guy is going to fall out of the rotation here and there, and then players are going to look around. They're going to notice that. But, yeah. hey, I've got to be on my best guard. i got to hit this free throw, you know, everything that's going to be there. So um, I just can't wait, though. I mean, you mentioned Trey McGowan's, too. I don't want to mention that guy, yeah. you know, him, um, because sometimes, I, I mean, I think a lot of people think of him as, as the leader of this team and, you know, might even lead them in points. But, man, um, between him and Kobe, they're kind of hot and cold at times. They're kind of guys that can get, you know, a microwave going. And then when they're not feeling it, then, you know, they didn't have as many options. So this year that'll help. But Trey McGowan, I just can't wait to him. What a warrior that guy is. And he'd often go up for the big dunk over the big guys. Um, He's just going to showcase a lot of talent there. And I I can't wait to see him play again. And I think he's the the right kind of leader in place, not just for his brother here on campus, but for this team. Craig says this off the uh, text line, 4645685, Kool-Aid flowing today. When I'm pitching... Uh, a 500 team saying, eh, maybe they can get to 500. I guess that's Kool-Aid these days. Uh, but with the problems we've seen uh, going back for a long time to Barry Collier, for crying out loud, it certainly happened with Tim Miles and Doc Sadler, five-minute, seven-minute scoring droughts. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then when you got to the free throw line to get free points, you couldn't make those free throws. So I guess I'm a little more hopeful that if they get to the free throw line, they can make those free throws. But also the scoring droughts, might go away when you have guys that can get to the rim. Uh, like Bryce McGowan, he's really skinny. I, I still think it's going to uh, take Bryce a little time to get his body looking more like his brother Trey's. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a skinny guy, but he can get to the rim. Um, there are guys that can just score. There are natural scores. Uh, obviously, Casey Tamanaga is that, you know, the Juco All-American. Bryce, uh, Wilhelm Breidenbach can score. Uh, it just feels like they're not going to go through these 10-minute scoring droughts all the time. Maybe it'll happen. Um, but it just has happened to Nebraska so many times uh, in the last 10 years that I'm somewhat hopeful, and maybe you can call that Kool-Aid, that they won't go through that as much. Well, it's funny. I was, I was doing the post-game show with uh, DP last year. And it like, you know, I'm just so used to these five-minute yeah. scoring yeah, drafts. Yeah. It's like, well, this is just this is what happens. <laughs> and he's like, I just have never seen a team consistently have these yeah. five, six-minute scoring drafts. So I said, this they're not even the worst Nebraska no. team in the last few years to have these scoring no. drafts. And you had a guy in Teddy Buckets. I mean, yeah. he was called Teddy Buckets, and you still had scoring drafts. <laughs> uh, but I don't think it'll happen as often uh yeah. cross my fingers and toes uh let's get to break and we haven't done box tops yet today it, what is it for the, oh, the top 10 games of the weekend All college right. football i know last week maybe was, wasn't have the quite right. great matchups but the weekend turned out good this weekend 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.